Gotta exercise, I vote on rice and then push the needle I'm walking tall cause I know that y'all expect me to lead To push the message I am willing to bleed I gotta get what I need, that's social reform, that's prison reform I'm highly informed, don't put down a pen, I got a list I can't resist, I preach it till I talk with a list And who you know gon' give it to you like this? And here on KBL, yeah. they talk, 1580, we gon' get it, we gon' get it The whole world don't smile, they out of your media The others tell it, but they truths have some limits We got that food for soul, not what they feeding you Black lives matter all the time yeah, let's talk about it. About the school to prison pipeline. Yeah, let's talk about it. Police brutality out of line. Yeah, let's talk about it. All these thoughts running through my mind. We gotta talk about hey. it. Uh, we're gonna need some water tonight, Robin. <laughs> we both got some on deck. Yeah, uh, I need a little extra time tonight, Andy. Uh, my turn. Yeah, let's talk about it. We got a lot to talk about right here. KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome to the Danny Morrison Show, the whole nine of the nighttime right at nine. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about, so let's talk about it. An extremely sensitive topic tonight. I even had a female friend ask me whether I was bold enough to even take on this topic tonight, and my answer is always the same, which is, this is the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580, and we don't shy away from no topics on this broadcast. But I do need to preface this entire conversation with another Danny Mo Show disclaimer saying two things. One, my comments tonight are solely my opinion, not the opinion of Tavis Smiley, Robin Ayers. She's got her own. You'll hear it in a second. KBLA Talk 1580 or anyone else that is that works for or is associated with anyone that works for KBLA and or Smiley Audio Media. I understand that this may be one of the most controversial conversations I've yet to have on this broadcast. But the recent events involving the Supreme Court begs for the dialogue exchange. But I want to be very clear that my comments are mine and mine alone, okay? Secondly, I want to say that I'm a man. The XY chromosome. Missing a rib because God gave it to y'all. I pee standing up. I use urinals on occasion. And I reside on the side of the human species that has no idea what to do when our babies are being born in the delivery room. And even worse, we are invisible to our newborn babies for the first 12 months of their lives. Why? Because we don't have boobies, okay? At least not intentionally. Some of us do by way of attrition, but that's a whole different conversation. And also besides the point. But tonight, I may offend someone or even uh, may even contradict myself on occasion tonight. But uh, when all is said and done, my hope, my wish, my prayer is that you'll know exactly where I stand. I can promise you that. I'm making these distinctions in advance because I want my audience to understand that I may have strong opinions on tonight's topic of conversation. But my re remarks should only be seen as exactly that, an opinion. And I just don't believe I should ever have the right to force my belief system on another human being. Especially as it pertains to her doing exactly what she wants to do with her own body. And with all that being said, if you haven't figured it out by now, the subject that I am referring to is abortion. Yeah, abortion. I figured we should have this conversation tonight because there are some serious things happening with the Supreme Court, as I'm sure you've already heard, that could impact a woman's right to choose sooner than we all think. And I think that we can all agree that we African Americans know a little something about abortion. I'll get to that in a second. But I felt that I needed to sound the alarm considering what's happening with that disgrace of an American institution because it looks as though with the new voting restrictions being implemented all throughout the South and with Republicans attempting a mini coup of sorts with that racist governor of the state of California, 
state of Florida, excuse me, attempting to get any form or fashion of critical race theory stricken from the record and also ban anything black from the curriculum in that state and even attempting to ban Mickey Mouse because, you know, he's the color black too. The crazies on the right have set their sights on another target, a woman's right to choose. For those unaware, here is what's happening. According to Politico, via Time magazine, the leaking of a draft of a ruling that would overturn two landmark cases that, in effect, made access to abortion a constitutional right in the United States landed like a grenade, blowing up both the ongoing midterm elections and the agendas of both parties in Washington. The initial 98-page ruling leaves little room for nuance. We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled, end quote. Justice Samuel Alito wrote of the nearly 50-year-old ruling and its follow-up. Assuming Politico has leaked dead to rights that a majority of the justices is willing to rip a band-aid from the skin of American politics, such a ruling do more would do more than lead to the outright banning of abortion in more than a dozen states. It could also upend the broader landscape of individual rights, potentially leading to changes in the national rules around contraception, marriage, and private sexual activity. And let's not forget... Just a few months ago, the U.S. Supreme Court refused to take action on a request to block a Texas law prohibiting most abortions after about six weeks of pregnancy. It was the most restrictive law in the nation against abortions. And according to NBC News, some abortion clinics in Texas wouldn't even wait for the law to take effect. They were already turning some women away in advance of the new legislation. Now, there were a bunch of people all over Twitter months ago that had no problem with the ban in Texas. And I know a lot of you that are probably thinking and saying right now the exact same thing when you hear the six week time frame restriction on abortion. You're thinking, Danny, six weeks is more than enough time to make a decision on whether or not you want to terminate a pregnancy, right? Is it? Maybe sometimes, maybe in most cases even. But I ask of you, what about that young girl that had sexual assault committed against her by a family member, but didn't know she was pregnant until after the six-week mark? What do we tell her? You see, not every situation can fit ever so comfortably within your chosen assumptions and thought processes. That's why I want to have this discussion tonight. And I want to ask the wonderful ladies that listen to this broadcast to feel free to call me tonight and give me your opinion on such a flammable topic. You can also check me when I'm wrong on something, too. I thank you in advance. I had this conversation with people back in my conservative hometown a few years ago, and I would love to reboot the topic for my unapologetically progressive audience here at KBLA Talk 1580 in Los Angeles for an even broader perspective on abortion. Because it all started with a close female friend of mine who was the epitome of a single-issue voter. Even though she mostly identifies with the principles associated with the Democratic Party, she has religiously become a Republican straight-ticket voter over the last few election cycles. Her weapon of choice? Abortion. No matter how viable a Democratic candidate may be, if they're open to abortion, no deal. Even if voting Republican finds her voting against her best interests, she will sacrifice her own well-being in a quest to save an unborn child. She always marvels at how I, as an independent voter and thinker, could ever vote blue. 
especially knowing that the political party of the devil supports the murder epidemic of defenseless children, end quote. Those are her words. That being said, anyone willing to take a stand on social issues by way of, of voting deserves kudos. I believe that as a woman, she is far better equipped to make decisions involving abortion. And I, as a man, shouldn't even be in a position to tell women what to do with their own bodies. I respect her way of doing things. I just wish she respected mine. Because you see, I believe not one person on earth is pro-abortion. Let me say that again. I believe not one person on earth is pro-abortion. Conversations on this topic usually involve the gnashing of teeth and the elevation of voices. I just believe people fight for or simply believe that women should have the freedom to have them. There's a difference. Big difference. As a matter of fact, the first time I even knew abortions even existed were at, at two points in my, my early, early adolescence. The first was on an old TV show called Maud, starring B. Arthur. Y'all remember that? where she changed television history by tackling the issue of abortion on national TV amidst the Roe v. Wade controversy. One of my favorite media groups, Watch Mojo, was on a case making it one of their top 10 most controversial TV moments of all time. Listen. Maud, as a spin-off of All in the Family, one of the most controversial shows of its day, it's no surprise that Maud also took on some very sensitive subject matter. The coons are coming. <laughs> But while All in the Family's Archie Bunker was controversial for his racism and homophobia, Maude turned heads due to her feminism and outspoken liberal values. One episode that caused quite a stir was the two-parter Maude's Dilemma, wherein Maude discovers she's pregnant and, after much deliberation, decides to have an abortion. When you were young, abortion was a dirty word. It's not anymore. Now you think about that. The episode's original airing caused nearly 7,000 protest letters and even got the attention of the United States Catholic Conference. Maud, starring B. Arthur. She died back in 2009, but her unapologetic impact on the culture still lives on. The second time was in the movie The Godfather Part Two where Kay, played brilliantly by actress Diane Keaton, told Michael, also played brilliantly by Al Pacino, that her alleged miscarriage wasn't exactly a miscarriage. Y'all remember this scene? Listen. I know you blame me for losing the baby. Yes. I know what that meant to you. I'll make it up to you, Kay. I swear I'll make it up to you. I'll... I'm gonna change. I'll change. I've learned that I have the strength to change. And you'll forget about this miscarriage. And we'll have another child. And we'll go on. You and I. We'll go on. Oh. Oh, Michael. Michael, you are blind. It wasn't a miscarriage. It was an abortion. An abortion, Michael. Just like our marriage is an abortion. Something that's unholy and evil. I didn't want your son, Michael. I wouldn't bring another one of your sons into this world. 
It was an abortion, Michael. It was a son, a son, and I had it killed because this must all end. Unholy. Evil. Interesting. Two powerful scenes involving abortion from back in the day, and they still stuck with me until this day. Now, the world in which abortion doesn't need to exist within the culture would be a beautiful thing, right? But in my opinion, a person who assumes that world is within reach is a person not steeped in reality. Accidents happen. Sexual violence is a real thing. And taking a firm ideological stand on a topic with so many moving parts is dangerous. As an African-American, I'm fully aware that we represent 14% of the childbearing population, yet 36% of all abortions were obtained by black women. The black abortion rate is currently 3.8 times greater than the white abortion rate and 2.1 times five times higher than the Hispanic abortion rate. Yeah, our queens have the highest ratio of any group in the country. Look it up. But with all that being said, I'm still not in a position to force my belief system on women who are making the toughest decision of their lives. And my unwillingness to try and force their hand in keeping their child doesn't mean that I support her decision to abort. According to a 2015 poll conducted by Vox, an American news and opinion website, 32% of respondents identified as pro-choice, 26% as pro-life, 21% as neither, 18% as both. That means 39% of the public did not identify as pro-choice or pro-life. And according to a number of polls over the last two years, close to 70% of American adults say abortion should be legal in all or most cases, while less than 30% think abortion should be illegal in all or most cases. The numbers fluctuate slightly year to year from poll to poll, but remain pretty steady regardless of the poll tracker and the group being poll tested. And regardless of the data you use, most people are pro-choice. Probably people like me who understand that the subject of abortion can't be mired in absolutes. Not if you claim to be about American freedoms and liberties. Listen. I could get political and reference how pro-lifers in this country fight aggressively for the unborn, yet are silent when politicians stifle social services and resources to support that same child once he or she is born all while supporting and enforcing the death penalty and denying the very existence of climate change. I could also reference how a certain political party in this country turns a blind eye to the fact that the implementation of Obamacare has driven abortions down to their lowest levels in almost 50 years, lower than pre-Roe v. Wade figures. Turns out giving free contraception to the populace proved to be beneficial after all, huh? Who would have thunk it? Interesting. But back on topic. Now, my aforementioned friend, who may call this show tonight, by the way, will always believe that abortion should be illegal. Even in situations involving rape and incest, she's totally comfortable with mandating that women carry that baby to term regardless of the circumstances. But the people that feel that way aren't thinking rationally. Mistakes will continue to happen. Sexual assaults will too. And banning abortions in this country won't stop abortions from happening. It will only exacerbate the circumstances surrounding getting an abortion, ultimately leading to the real possibility of back alley style abortions involving coat hangers and other methods returning. That's not hyperbole. That's real. How do I know this? 
Let's not forget that we've been in this position before as a country. According to the Guttmacher Institute, it's estimated that between the 1950s and the 1960s, anywhere between 200,000 and 1.2 million illegal abortions were performed a year, either in back alley situations or self-induced. One study found that 829,000 illegal abortions took place in North Carolina alone in 1967. And in 1965, it's estimated that illegal abortions accounted for 17% of pregnancy-related deaths that year. And check this out. In the 1960s, it was reported that in the city of Chicago alone, at one point, they were having 4,000 hospital admittances a week due to botched abortions in back alleys. 4,000 a week. And those are just the cases that were reported. One could assume the actual percentage is far greater. But my friend, and people like my friend, don't care. She believes that if you do the crime, you do the time. And if you have sexual relations, you may find yourself burned by the temptation. And that is what ticks me off more than anything else. Listen, there is a percentage of knuckle-dragging Neanderthal men and women in this country that are comfortable with the assumption that every woman that comes up pregnant is some 21st century Jezebel. They believe that when a woman comes up pregnant, she always could have somehow done something to stop the conception from happening. They believe that even in moments of rape and incest, that woman could have done something different to change the hands of time. And the worst part is, those same people always absolve the men in these situations of any responsibility, but will then work hard at giving control of that now pregnant woman's uterus to old white men in their respective legislative branches. It's twisted. It baffles my mind watching so-called God-fearing women give control of their bodies to us men. Doesn't make sense to me and never will. These are the same types of people that believe if a woman wears a blouse that shows too much cleavage and a skirt that is too short to the club, she was asking for that sexual assault. They also believe that a woman that goes to a man's house on the first date at 2 o'clock in the morning, she must have been asking for the rape that took place. It's pure ignorance at the highest level, in every sense of the word. And then they have, have the audacity to make these twisted proclamations with the Holy Bible in their hands. You know that bothers me. As if God is somehow in the passenger seat of their journey of self-righteousness. Newsflash, feel free to read the red lettering of your New Testament, you fake Christians. Even Jesus will be embarrassed by the conservative movement being whittled down to one single issue. One that 70% of the country doesn't even agree with. Good luck with that. There is no law in the Bible that says abortion is forbidden. There is no law in the Bible that says that abortion is forbidden. None. It doesn't even mention it. And your efforts to draw a straight line from the cross of Jesus to the steps of the Supreme Court is an exercise in futility. And I'm sick of it. But I digress. In conclusion, I will choose life every single time. At this point in my life, I guess I'm somewhat a pro-life person, I guess, with conditions. I would never personally sign off on an abortion in 2022, but if my 12-year-old daughter comes up pregnant, all bets are off.
Real talk. That being said, I will also always fight for a woman to have the choice to choose what she wants to do with her own body. Therefore, I am also a pro-choice person. Because you can be pro-life and pro-choice at the same time. Contrary to popular belief. Coretta Scott King once said, quote, Freedom and justice cannot be parceled out in pieces to suit political convenience. I don't believe you can stand for freedom for one group of people and deny it to others, end quote. Hear, hear, queen. Freedom of choice. Love those words. Reminds me of the Freedom of Choice Act, H.R. 1964, which declares, It is the policy of the United States that every woman has the fundamental right to choose to bear a child, terminate a pregnancy prior to fetal viability, or terminate a pregnancy after viability when necessary to protect her life or her health, end quote. Freedom of choice. Nothing is more American than that. But that's just me. Tell me what you think, L.A. Let's go. Are you pro-life or are you pro-choice? And can you be pro-life and pro-choice at the same time? Also, what do you think of the Supreme Court now on the precipice of overturning Roe v. Wade? Huh? Realistic? Unrealistic? Fair? Unfair? Tell me. And ladies, do you agree with me that I don't have the right to tell a woman what to do with her body? Fellas, do you think it's unfair that you can't tell a woman what to do with her own body? Especially if the baby's yours. And lastly, shouldn't we all be offended that old white men are up on Capitol Hill telling, working to tell women what to do with their bodies? Are you as offended as I am about this whole thing? Holla at your boy. Your voice is the change. Your voice is the community. Your voice is on 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. You can also stream us via the brand new KBLA streaming app on your app store, iOS or Android. It don't matter. That same app allows you to send me your questions and comments that I will answer live at different intervals throughout the broadcast. Plus... Like, share, and follow your favorite radio station live on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KBLA1580. Feel free to follow me at Danny Mo Show on those same platforms, too. Plus, me and my nighttime partner in crime, Robin Ayers, will take your comments via the ecosystem of this social network. Check this out. When we come forward, I will add another very important 7 Series to add to the topic of conversation tonight because teetering times here in America. Seems like the world is on fire, huh? The moment we overcome one obstacle, a new one always seems to surface, huh? But this abortion ban may be worse than you think. We're barely scratching the surface, trust me. That's why my seven series tonight is seven reasons why restricting abortions in this country would be worse than you think, in my opinion. It's a serious issue. But buckle up, it could get worse. I will prepare you all in full detail tonight. Add to the conversation with your phone calls when we come forward. Welcome to the Danny Morrison Show, unapologetically progressive KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Let's ride. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. From middays to nighttime. By George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. be on the tour of all of these white evangelical churches and he saw a shift in their mannerisms the way they spoke to him and he started to see racism seep into what he was trying to do and he stopped touring those churches i oh, said really? you know what i love that cat okay if you're willing to sacrifice the bag for what you stand for i'm, I'm with you oh yeah for sure so for sure like that song i was thinking because we got some a sensitive topics so i was like what is andy go play tonight i figured you'd go brenda got a baby Pac. 
Oh. I figured you might go, Thanks for My Child, Cheryl Pepsi Riley. You know that track from back in the 80s? Oh, That's yeah. That's before your time. You know that I song. I know that song. Uh, but I, I've never heard that. Lecrae song. I've never heard that. That was deep. Yeah, that might, mm-hmm. I might have to add that one to my playlist. But check it out, y'all. We're having a serious discussion on abortion tonight with the U.S. Supreme Court reportedly being on the brink of overturning Roe v. Wade, a law that's been in place for more than 50 years. We're also discussing how the ruling will adversely affect African-American communities from coast to coast. Before I jump into this seven series and give you my thoughts overall, which I already did in my opening monologue, I want to turn to you. Yeah. Overall interpretation, just from a bird's eye view. What do you think of this entire thing? I think your 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 opening monologue was so on point. I was so impressed with it because uh, I like your uh, perspective on it. I appreciate your perspective on it because you know that as a man, you're you're like, listen, I don't have a, a dog in the fight, so to speak. But um, it is all right. It is our. I'm definitely pro-choice, and for so many reasons, which I'll get into um, in in the raw report. But ultimately, yeah, I do still feel some ways about. It, it's, it's so funny because when you said that sometimes you might be a little bit contradictory in what you say, I felt like some, I might I might I might be right there alongside you because as much as I feel wholeheartedly that this is a, a woman's choice and is a woman's body and things like that, sometimes I'm like, well. Because, you know, my sign is the Libra or right. my, I'm the Libra and I'm always the scale. I'm always thinking about the other side of things. And the other side is what about the father? Does he get a say so? And at this point, he does not. But I'm just saying, should that come into play? Should he have a. Absolutely. I, I definitely ultimately agree with that. Yeah. I ultimately agree with that. Um, what if that doesn't work? Condoms break. Yes, they do. They Condoms do. break and they're not um, 100 percent guaranteed. And. Um, so ultimately it's still up to the woman, right? but I, there's something in me that's just like, should the man get anything to say? Should he have anything to say? Ultimately? No, but I I still feel him on that. I'm with you. We could get into the weeds on this. I don't want to get too far into the weeds tonight, but if a woman has made the choice to get an abortion and the father does not want that to happen. And he goes to her and goes, have the baby. I'll take care of the baby. Mm-hmm. Sign over your parental rights. I'll take care of it. You ain't got to pay me no child support. Please don't take my baby away. Mm-hmm. What should happen then? Uh, uh, like I said, the woman should still be able to have that choice because it is her body and what she's going to go through. Now, it's not just the process of having a baby. It's not just the process of even getting pregnant and carrying that pregnancy through. All kinds of things happen to a woman emotionally, hormonally, there's so many things that happen to a woman through pregnancy, after pregnancy. So it's just not that easy, mm. you know? So, I mean, I hear that and I, I would even respect that from a man's standpoint. I would, I would totally give him so many props for that. But ultimately she has got to be the one to, to go through that entire pregnancy. No man will ever understand what that feels like. Mm. We are in lockstep tonight so far. Yeah. Okay. Look, for those of you that are okay with the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade, look, I want to add an additional uh, amount of information for you to digest and then feel free to make a final determination on what you think after the broadcast, okay? I may say something that resonates with you. I may say nothing that resonates with you. Either way, I want to make sure you're equipped with the full scope of data I'm delivering tonight so that you can then tell me whether I'm right or wrong in my beliefs. Robin, too. 
Because here's the thing. I am about law. Abortion currently is a legal practice in this country. And more importantly, no man should ever be able to tell a woman what to do with her own body like Robin just said, ever. And the government shouldn't be allowed in a woman's bedroom or doctor's office, ever. Like the old saying goes when it comes to Republicans, they want small government. Yeah, small enough to fit in your vagina. We got a map on our KBLA socials right now. I want y'all to go there and check it out. It shows the states that will likely ban abortions once Roe v. Wade is overturned. And by the way, it's coming next month. It's going to happen. Once you look at that map, I want you to observe how those are also the states that are funded by the other states that don't have restrictions on abortion. The more educated states don't have bans. And the states that are shaded blue on that map, I want you to see it, are the ones that are always crying about freedom and fairness and choices, and they're all fraudulent. And also, notice something about your president as well. Y'all watching, Joe? Y'all see him today? Who used to stay away from even using the word abortion up until today. He came out with some strong remarks today repudiating the imminent decision of the U.S. Supreme Court to the press. Why, you ask? I know why. I ain't stupid. Because this controversy is a gift to Joe Biden, man. This is exactly what he wanted and needed. They're trying to find out who leaked that information to the press. Don't be surprised if somebody on the left leaked that to the press. Just a few months ago, his poll numbers were hovering in the high 30s, remember? And now he's got a war in Ukraine and a hot-button societal topic to massage, if you will, until November. Nothing galvanizes the left like topics involving social justice. Prepare for him to double down on attacking the Supreme Court and the Republicans on abortion rights for the next six months. It's coming. And it's all fluff. All of it. All talk. Empty outrage. You want to know why I say that? Because he could kill the filibuster today. And could have everything his and his basis heart could ever desire. He could do that today. But he ain't going to do it. Why? Because the Democrats lack testicular fortitude. They ain't got no balls. We always talk about it. That's all we talk about on this show. They ain't got no balls. He ain't going to do nothing. So save me with the faux outrage, Joseph. But I do have a seven series tonight. Come on, Andy. Let's get into it. Let's go. One topic, seven answers. It's time for the seven series on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, the seven series tonight, seven reasons why restricting abortions in this country would be worse than you think. In my opinion, you want to join the discussion, you know what to do. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Seven reasons why restricting abortions in this country would be worse than you think. In my opinion, number one is another freedom is being taken away by so-called patriots look i pride myself on being about american rights and freedoms that's why the people that know me believe me to be a libertarian rather than a liberal i believe i'm a mixture of both so with a controversial topic like abortion tonight i believe it gives me a chance to reassert the foundation of my ideological viewpoints for future reference on this broadcast you can get to know me even better tonight and I believe we men should never place women in a position to take their freedoms away ever. They are free to have the child and free to terminate the pregnancy. Why? Because they're free to do so. Period. 
And that is the first reason why restricting abortions in this country would be worse than you think, in my opinion. What do you think, huh? Another for, oh, you agree? I'll move on. <laughs> Here's number two, the slippery slope. I want y'all to listen now. Muy importante, okay? I hope you're all paying attention because what happened in Texas months ago was the first step. They placed the strongest restrictions on abortion rights and the U.S. Supreme Court refused to even take up the issue. They turned a blind eye, and as predicted, other states pushed the issue even more. The next red state will try to go for four-week restrictions, and then the next state will fight for two, with the end goal always being to outlaw abortions in the United States. And the Supreme Court will overturn Roe v. Wade and look the other way and, re and reference states' rights like they always do. It's coming. And if they can outlaw ab abortions... What issue is next? You think it'll stop there? Uh -uh. If you don't think they will come for same-sex marriage, interracial marriage, you ain't paying attention. Then they're going to come for birth control pills. Watch. Y'all think I'm playing? They're proving right now, right in front of your face, they want to force women to give birth. A lot of those people on the right believe that a birth control pill is an abortion pill. They believe that right now. Let's not forget that the politicians who vote for these abortion bans also vote against gun reform. Against expanding access to contraception. And against Medicaid expansion. Are you all paying attention? They want to force women to have babies. And that is the second reason why restricting abortions in this country will be worse than you think, in my opinion. Is that not terrifying? Mm -hmm. It is. It is. What happens then? I mean, it's like you said, it's it's not going to stop there. It's going to uh, that 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 decision, that one decision, which I mean, is just I think I'm still so baffled over it. And many of us are, by the way. Um it's just it's unreal to think of. But to think that that's a possibility, a very real possibility that that could happen. And we'll find that out very soon um, to think that it could start there and then pour over into these other rights is is a scary feeling. And then you kind of wonder, OK, well, where are we going as a, as a country? Where are we? Go you know, um, what kind of new world order is this? I mean, you know what I mean? Not to, mm. not to get all. um <sighs> I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like to talk doomsday, right? You know, I don't like to talk doomsday. But this is doomsday. Though. But it feels very doomsday. Feels very cloud over the head. Mm -hmm. It just. Feel, but 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 more so than just being a um, a theory, it's actually starting to seem realistic, and that's the scariest part about it. People ask me like, how in the heck are they gonna do that? You know, same sex mm -hmm. marriage is normal now. I go, mm -hmm. you know, there's already states on the books right. They have on mm -hmm. the books right now sodomy laws right now. Mm -hmm. They're going to tie it to that. They're going to tie same-sex marriage to that. Yeah. It's coming. They're not paying attention. Then what, what do we do? <laughs> if the Supreme Court... I know. Is, <laughs> is there anything we can do? Who is the, the, the ultimate law of the land? Uh, you're going to have 12, 13, maybe 15 tops states... Right. Uh, Republican-led states that are going to do everything possible to push progress backwards. Yeah. And you're going to have a lot of people in these red states that are running over to the blue states. They're already trying to implement 
laws right. in these red states to say you can't leave a red state to go get an abortion. It, they, I saw I saw that as well. But, but I mean, we're already talking about um, how many illegal abortions that we have. What's to stop? I mean, this is going to this is going to be a whirlwind. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I can't foresee what's um, the specificities of it. But you, you already know that that's to come. Mm-hmm. You know, should this happen, you're going to get all kinds of people running over to other states to get these illegal uh, or it'll be illegal in the sense that it's 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 unlawful for them to do that. Right. So um, it'll be legal in that state, but un- unlawful for them to go to another state to, to um, go through with that procedures. I mean, we could already foresee that that's going to happen and it's going to run up by the thousands of people of women. Um, and it's just that part is just scary. And I, I don't know. It's just it, this whole entire thing is just very scary to me. Yeah. The party of personal freedoms. That party. I'm going to tell you on the other side. We're up against it, Andy. Tell you what, on the other side, I'm going to tell you why. If they want to stop abortions in this country, they're they're in for something that they're not prepared for. A problem that we're already dealing with in this country. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. We're doing seven reasons why restricting abortions in this country will be worse than you think. Danny Mojo, stay there. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. By George and Weezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Serious discussion on abortion tonight with the U.S. Supreme Court reportedly being on the brink of overturning Roe v. Wade, a law has been in place for more than 50 years. We're also discussing how the ruling will adversely affect African-American communities from coast to coast. But right now, let's jump into the Rob Report. Let's go. You ready? It's the queen of royal badness. It's time for the Rob Report with Robin Ayers. Highlighting people and things you should know about. From entrepreneurs and entertainers to money and meditation. Robin's got you covered. Get out of here. Follow Robin at Robin Ayers. You're listening to The Rob Report on The Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Robin's got a lot to talk about. about. Well, excuse me. Red carpet treatment for Miss Robin Ayers. Excuse me. So nice. So nice. The Red Robin's yourself saying. Robin Ayers. Only tonight, guys. That's something Only tonight. to talk about. Excuse us. I do have something to talk about. I, I love the Raw Report, uh, and tonight is no different. I love talking about things that we should all know about, and tonight is no different. We are talking about abortions. We're going to keep this this conversation going because while we're still wrapping our minds around Roe v. Wade, um, I wanted to keep the conversation going around women, real women who have real experiences of terminating their pregnancies and things that go on behind it that these people who are making these decisions probably would never know because the majority of them are men That's right. and uh and and i'm still blown away by the women who stand by their sides who applaud these decisions uh, maybe having gone through it themselves i'm not sure but even if they have not these are women who uh, should understand the plight of another woman so uh you know we're, we're just going to see what happens with this but meanwhile i am going to um highlight a few different women that we all know and some of the experiences that that they've gone through and reasons that they've been public about having uh abortions they've been so public about this and i want to open this up for conversation with you danny and Mm -hmm. see um what you think about it but the first one um there's a woman by the name of b simone 
I don't know if you know who that is. I know Beastly. Okay, she's a uh, um, she's grown so much um, a lot over her career. Um, she started out as a stand up comedian, but she's a CEO. She's doing very very well. She's an actress, and she also has a podcast called No For Sure. And her podcast. Um, she is co-hosting alongside her best friend, and I think this friend used to work with her. And on one episode of this podcast, I thought it was so powerful that she opened up about um, her uh, experience with abortion, terminating her pregnancy. And in fact, her, um, her best friend is the one who shared the experience, and she talks about it all. But there was something very, very specific that I thought we would start this conversation off with, and I wanted to highlight it. So you guys take a listen to this. And I think that's the, what's the clinic? No, but that's yeah. so important because so many women are afraid to make the best decision for them because they're afraid of what their parents might say, what, what they were taught, what, what they, the church you, might what say. the church might say. So it's important as a woman to. I think motherhood is so like I commend any mother that commend, I know. Yeah, because it's such a a huge life changing decision, especially for the woman. Like, Definitely as a mother, yeah, it's like, always for the my woman. grandmother <laughs> always instilled that, like, yeah, you can be married, you can have a, a long-term relationship, but those are your, your kids. kids. <laughs> as a, that's just you birth be, them. Be prepared to take child. care of those children all on your own. So I think that's yep. such a huge decision to make. And I don't think any woman should be shamed, whether, oh, no matter what the decision yeah. is. Let me tell you, laying down with the wrong person comes with a lifetime of consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Even or that, you're not ready. Yeah. Even that, I don't have a child, but I still have to live with that decision I made. Yeah. You know, when yeah. it comes up in conversation or even in my comedy, I'm like, that did happen. Yeah. 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 You know, but yeah. finish how, but so. Yeah. It's a very, I think mm. she nailed it. I think she nailed it when she said her grandmother instilled in her that it doesn't matter. You can be married. You could, uh, you could, you know, here's the, the, the bottom line. You could actually have a nice guy. Right. that you laid down with and you had a baby with, it doesn't mean that that guy is going to be around forever. That child is your baby. Right. And you have to you have to be the one to make that decision. And for B. Simone, that wasn't the decision that she wanted to move forward with. It. I, I think she went on further to talk about the guy who um, she had gotten pregnant by. But for her and for her career and where she was in life, she, just, she said it, she didn't even second guess it. She didn't pray about it. She didn't think twice about it. She immediately thought, I need to go and make this happen. What bothers uh, women on the right, for sure, Mm -hmm. a lot of the men as well, is they feel that there is a humanity aspect to this, that there's a disconnect to women that are so, uh, will easily go and get an abortion. And they go, why don't you feel that you are killing a child? Mm -hmm. And I say, and this is probably controversial to say, but this is what I believe. I don't believe it's a viable pregnancy at that point. That, yeah. And that's the argument, by the way. Yeah. I I say if a woman takes the plan B the next morning, she's Mm -hmm. not getting an abortion. She's stopping a pregnancy from happening. Mm -hmm. Same with an abortion, by the way. Yeah. She's stopping a viable pregnancy from happening. Mm -hmm. And no one will ever change their minds on this stuff. Yeah. The people that believe one will continue to believe it and on the other side as well. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe, though. Mm-hmm. At that point, you're you're right. And I think that that is what, uh, you know, in, in Beast, and she's not here to, you know, talk about this for herself. But I do think that plays into the decision. You know, when you recognize that we're talking about an embryo, when, when, when you recognize that the baby has not 
there's there's not necessarily a baby, a, a living or excuse me, not living, but a breathing with a heartbeat um, infant, you know, um, inside fetus inside of you then it's a little bit easier to disconnect. You know, you don't necessarily feel that maternal feeling yet. You know, me having had twins understood that at a certain point, it becomes real. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily when you recognize that you're pregnant. It's not like you, you, for some, I'm not going to speak for every woman. I'm going to talk about me. When I I realized that I was pregnant, knowing my own body, I was just like, whoa, something is going on in me, right? But it wasn't like, my babies, I didn't immediately have that feeling. It took for for the babies to start growing and then um, moving around. And then you go and you get ultrasounds and you see heartbeats and you see uh, genders and you see, you know, all of those things make it a little bit more real. Then you start feeling the that connection of the maternal thing, like, mm-hmm. oh, when you're born, you know, I'm going to take care of you. And even um, even innately, this is what happens. You know, if someone is moving around you, you, you know, you protect your stomach, you move to yeah. try to protect because you have a maternal connection now. Um, but it, it isn't that feeling initially when you are um, for some. Right. See, for some. Thank you for saying it. because. Yeah. People will call and be upset. It's like, that's for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't mean it necessarily happened for me. There are people that believe life begins at conception. Right. Period. Right. There are some people who believe that. And like I said earlier on, I do not speak for all women. Um, I, I do speak for a lot of us now. There's a lot of pe- women who would agree with me. More people like you, by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. You think that there are more Absolutely. people like me? Absolutely. I'm going to tell you where, where things start get a little gray. I think late-term abortions are wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I do. Like if you're getting an abortion at six months or something, we got a problem. Okay. I got a problem with that. Um, but I can understand that. However, you know that there are some women who literally are so naive about their own bodies that they don't know that they are even pregnant. Right. You know, that happens. There are some women who uh, who have not gotten pregnant by their own choice. You know, women who have been sexually assaulted, raped, things like that, and literally do not know it, that they are carrying a child. Six months in, though? There are women, and it could be anything. Listen, it could be you're just in denial. It could be something is going on with my body, but I thought I was bloated. I thought I was just having cramps. I thought my period was off, you okay. know, um, because there are irregularity, irregularities with um, women having their periods all the time, you know, mm-hmm. um, hormonal issues. I'm stressed. It could be anything. There are women who have actually gone through that, especially, especially young ladies. Yeah, man. When you're a young girl and you are... Uh, having sex as a teenager let's just say and you are not even familiar enough with your body mm-hmm. you know that's why they tell you to stay away from it you're not a woman yet you know even though you can conceive technically you're not a woman yet you don't know yourself you don't know your body well enough you know right. there are but there that that exists mm-hmm. i mean take that song that you were talking about with tupac brenda's got a baby that's but a brenda's young barely got a brain y- yep yep and that to me means the just having the um the wherewithal to even know enough that, yo, like something is going on here. Something's different. There are women out there who just, they just don't know. Mm. And so they're in denial or either they don't know um, about their bodies that, that something is going on, that they're pregnant or they're in so much denial that they refuse to uh, acknowledge the fact that they're pregnant. 
yeah. you know, won't go to the doctor, won't, you know, ask about it, won't take a test. And they'll just have that baby because they're trying not to even think about what what's going to happen afterwards. I can't even imagine having this baby, so I'm just going to deny it up front. You know what ticks me off is everything you're saying is dead on. Uh, we still have a stigma attached to young black children, not children, excuse mm-hmm. me, adolescents, uh, being sexually active. We still won't accept the fact that it's happening. It is still a stigma in our communities that we don't want to have these open discussions. Like if you say, I would say you should be giving condoms away at school. Yeah. You should be giving condoms away at church. You should. Oh, my God. You can't do. Why not? Yeah, I think it's foolish to not acknowledge that. And, you know, we've talked about this before, but um, with our with within our community, I think that there is a um, and I, I, I will I'll be careful saying this, but I do believe that there is a sickness within our community. Preach. I believe that there are a lot there's a lot of abuse going on. There's Preach. a lot of sexual abuse going on. And um, some of these these adolescents, like you said, are being sexually abused and 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 they've had an experience now you know i've seen it time and time again you know if you even watch an episode of iyanla okay i mean they talk about plenty of black families will go on there and talk about all of their dirty secrets and one of them may be that they were sexually assaulted and um i saw one that was exactly the absolutely they're they're it's it's repetitive you know the mother was accusing the father of sexually assaulting her daughters, come to find out she was lying the entire time. Mm. It was like crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Hold that thought. Because I want to expound on what you were just talking about. You and I kind of talked about it prior to, mm-hmm. but about that sickness within the black community that we refuse to look at ourselves in the mirror. But yeah. 1-800-920-1580. one 1580 We're talking abortion tonight. Love to have you in the discussion. You're inside the Raw Report on the Danny Mo Show, KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. By George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Yeah, we're inside the Rye Report right now having a a serious discussion on abortion. And we were talking about the sickness inside the African-American community. I was telling you that a few months ago on my midday show, we had a conversation about there was a, a, a report or a stat or something that said like 70% of African-American women were sexually assaulted as a child. Mm. And I went, 70? No way. Yeah. And I told you that number and you said, uh, you I, believe it. I believe it. You believe it. Yeah, I, I believe it because I call it a sickness. I call it a sickness that no one really wants to talk about. It's the little dirty secret that uh, goes on in a lot of different families. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that it stems from um, from slavery days where uh, white men were, they were raping these, these women in front of the, the, the husbands, in front of the children. They would take the women. They would take their right, you know, their rights away. They didn't have any rights, but they uh, they would strip them of their bodies, you know, and something passed down. I I call it in the DNA, right? So, so many things passed down so much that it became almost a part of our DNA. Mm. And um, and, in that thing, you know, where men started having sex with their daughters and the brothers started having sex with the sisters and the uncles were having sex with the nieces. And I mean, it it was a... it's a it's a sickness that goes on in black families and our black communities and nobody is talking about it. It's so real. Well, there was no familial structure in the in the slave days for mm-hmm. sure. They would breed slaves based on, you know, who, yeah. 
yeah. who they thought would be bigger, smarter, faster. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how could it not pass on? It was incest happening all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So um, with that being said, I mean, of course, the, of course, that that percentage is going to be so high. And of course, it's still a sickness. And of course, it still goes on to this day. And nobody, uh, 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 you know, how many times have you heard a a daughter or, you know, even a son pleading with the mom to just hear me out? Listen, that dude who you're with. Who may not even be related, by the way, maybe it's just the mom's boyfriend, but the dude who you with you are with is uh he's uh touching me yeah he is doing something to me at night and the mom is like no i have a good man yeah you he's don't know what bills. you're talking about you don't know what you're talking about you're probably look, too fast i see you be tra- prancing around him you know wearing tight clothes around him yep yep or they will say it about if it's not the, right exactly if it's not the um the the boyfriend that they'll say it about hey Uncle so-and-so is doing this, and, and then the, the mom has not believed them. And then with that, what happens is uh, it sort of lends itself to um, a, a pattern. That child will eventually become an adult, you, you know, who, who has some issues now. Because now not only have you been sexually assaulted somehow, but your your parents or your mom did not believe you when, when that happened. And you have a tendency to just repeat that that um, that pattern. Mm. Now, I'm no doctor and I'm no professional, but I, I know what I've seen and I know what I've heard many, many times over. Right. So I'm just saying that it's a, it's a repetitive thing in this in this uh, community. So it has to be it has to be. Uh, we have to shed a light on that. We have to make people um, not feel so ashamed that this actually does happen. So, um, and I, I've heard women open up and talk about it, and I'm proud of that. Proud that they ha- that they're actually, uh, you know, willing to put their own family business out there for the sake of helping other people. The the reason it's a concern is because, as you know, we're only nine percent of the population in the city of Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. it was the same percentage back in my hometown. So it's like. You put that business out there, every black person in the community knows your business. Yeah. And they go, don't be putting our business on Front Street. That that's that's Don't what, be airing our dirty laundry. That's what we say. That's what our people be saying. Meanwhile, that little queen mm-hmm. is struggling. And they always go, well, she'll deal with it, you know. It ain't like she did. Yes, yeah, she is. Yep. A part of her died. A part of her died. People don't understand that sexual assault, rape, is just as bad as being killed a lot of times. Right. So you're saying... Cover up our family secrets. Don't tell our business. But then you're also going to go ahead and say, we don't need counseling. You need Jesus. Those are the same people saying those two different things. So you don't want that kid to get help at all. That's a sickness. And um, before I get into these other, uh, these other women who I think shared beautifully, um, and this is just a handful of women who've shared their experiences, I was making a point to you, Danny, that these people who are trying to overturn um, the this abortion, I, 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 this is the part that really gets to me. You're trying to say, have these babies, right? Mm-hmm. But only, it says, okay, uh, this is according to U.S. adoption statistics. It says, although no more than 2% of Americans Come on have actually adopted, more than a third have considered it. But that doesn't mean anything if you've considered it and you're not going through with it. Come on. 2% of Americans have actually adopted. That blows my mind yeah. because you, you're. What are you doing to help these people who are actually who can't even afford to have these babies? They don't care. 
They don't care. It's Black children are least likely to be adopted in this country. You know what the scary part is? Mm -hmm. And I'm not making any correlation of any sort. Mm -hmm. That's also true with dogs and cats, by the way. Black dogs and cats are least likely you to be right. adopted you in this country. Right. There is such a, a, a black cloud, so to speak, over just the, the look of black, the color black. Yep. And it trickles down by species. The black cat. Yep. Don't don't you let a black cat walk past you Come or on. else you got some. You the know, black hole. Y- y- the black hole. You got the black dogs who are, you know, oh, that automatically that black dog is is vicious mm-hmm. labeled bad that's guys so wear true. black in every western you've ever seen that's true is you could just go down a list and then the ones who wear white are the are well, the i'm the savior i'm the savior i am the the knight in shining armor this is true hold that thought let's go to the phones we got q on the phone q always comes in drops bombs on us hey q let's do it tonight q give me your height your color and your hood king uh, my brother, 510, Jet Black, and West L.A. West Los Angeles checking in. Drop that. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm, I'm ready. Come on, Q. Sprinkle us. Sprinkle some goodness on us tonight. <laughs> yes, brother. What we've seen today about this uh, Supreme Court, the leaking of the Supreme Court uh, papers right now, is the hypocrisy that exists in, the, in this country. With the America... Um, as great as the uh, the country is there, but yes, so the hypocrisy they go uh, going around the world telling people about democracy, freedom mm. of speech, freedom. Of yes, and then here when it comes to the mother of a nation, you denying the woman a, a, a right to choose mm. It's her body. Mm. You know, and look at how many children are out there. They uh, have no homes, like the sister said earlier, that needed to be adopted. There are so many children out here, they can't even take care of them. Mm. Now you plan to force the woman to bring some more children out here, and when it comes to time to vote for money to help the children, then they, they deny it. That's right. So what the fuck? This, this hypocrisy got to stop. Mm. You gave me you know, chills when you said stop. that we are currently in other countries trying to bring yeah. democracy to, to countries that, are, that have never experienced any level of democracy, right? And so we're get, trying to yeah. give them the freedoms that we somehow have benefited from in this country. Some will say it's not a true yeah. democracy. And, and at the same time, we're trying to force women to have babies here and take their freedoms away. And it's the craziest thing. It's, it, it, it is sad. It's a reality. So people need to wake up to realization that... Uh, this hypocrisy got to stop. It has to stop, especially our people. I'm more concerned about our people. Mm-hmm. You know, Q, real That's fast, my main real fast. I gotta, I gotta let you go. But real fast, why do you think that we represent 36 percent of the abortions in this country and only 14 percent of the population? Now, well, I think it, uh, it is more of a, a, a program because our presence really. Frightens the uh, uh, the white population. I say it like it is. It frightens them, and because they know uh, that when they see us, they see the uh, um, uh, the the past transgression. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, uh, the the lesser of us around, the less worry they have to, to deal with. 
So they love the fact that we're having so many abortions. They're good with that. They, 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 they love it. They love that. Mm. Q, I appreciate the phone call, King. Great call as usual. Have a good one, okay? Thank you. Peace and blessings, my brother. Uh, same to you, my bro. 1-800-920-1580. News and traffic right now. We'll jump back into the Raw Report on the other side. She's got some great content tonight. This is the Danny Moe Show on KBLA. Stay there. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 15. What album is that on? That song is terrible. Uh, that song's terrible. I've never heard this song. Have you seen the movie or the documentary, Bad 25? It's the greatest thing ever. By the way, directed by Spike Lee. It's amazing. Wow. They break down the creation of every track on that album. Mm. It, it's amazing. What is it called? Bad 25. Oh, okay. Look it up. I'm telling you. Unpopular opinion. Oh, wait a minute. You better you better watch out. Don't be talking about no Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is I'm about to say it right now. Go ahead. Michael Jackson bad. Yeah. Over Michael Jackson thriller. I agree. Okay. That's, that's not an unpopular opinion. Okay. You know. Everybody I, talks about how, you know, great thriller was, but I was just like, I think bad, to be honest with you. Song for song, it, it, it washes thriller. Well, you know, thriller was made in eight months. You know that, right? Yeah. They were on a, a very, very tight schedule and they mm. knocked that thing out. But Quincy Jones, like, yo, <laughs> I remember he said, I, I, I thought that something devilish was happening because thrillers start selling a million copies a week and I didn't know what was going on. He thought something evil may have been happening because it was going so big, he said. I mean, he's Michael Jackson, though. I mean, why would that have to be something evil? Yeah, but Michael was big, which, you know, Off the Wall was a pretty big album. Yeah. No one could have imagined mm. when Michael Jackson moonwalked across that stage in hey. 1983 hey. that Michael would become the biggest artist of all time. It, Michael went to the stratosphere, man. It's crazy. Yeah, to be there. Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, let's continue this discussion talking about abortions. You said you had another great example you wanted to reveal with us, right? I do. Uh, comes from none other than Sherry Shepard, who's also on The uh, View. Ah, yeah. Um, was on The View and now getting her own show. But, but this one actually took me a little bit by surprise. She said, uh, or... This says on in a heated de- in a heated debate over abortion on the View, Shepard got real with her co-host to explain why women need to have their option if their circumstances are not right to raise a child, which I think most people could agree with, right? Or we we can agree with. We I'll definitely say. agree, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She says, "I'm speaking as a girl who has had a lot of abortions." Wait, 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 wait. She used the word a lot. She said she's had a lot of abortions. That's the thing that took me by surprise. Okay, you and I are about to talk about that. Okay. I'm speaking as a girl who has had a lot of abortions, and if they showed me a fetus, I probably wouldn't have, but I would have put my child in a lot of situations that wouldn't have been good because I didn't have the mental capacity to deal with having a child. So that part is interesting because we did touch on that. She says if they would have showed me a fetus, she wouldn't have done it. Out of sight, out of mind. Definitely. And that that thing that we were talking about before, it's not necessarily real to some women until 
becomes a fetus, right? You mean the, uh, you know, there's always protesters outside those abortion clinics. No mm-hmm. one showed her. Sometimes they'll come in there with visual evidence of what's about to happen. Oh, no. Well, that's one thing. But I think that if you if you're showing yours, if you're showing her oh, your yours, own. yeah, your yeah. own, it's different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was very interesting. She talked on having multiple abortions. No, you said a lot. Uh, yeah. Okay. A lot. So, and I don't know what number a lot is for her, but, um, and then also that she would have changed her mind. And so maybe that's, that's a whole thing in and of itself. <sighs> Had they shown her a fetus, she probably wouldn't have done it. You're going to open up this topic to me and I, I, I you know. Go for it. We Go are, for it. We are unabashedly honest on yeah. this show. You know, we always try to be transparent on this yeah. show. I think that's foul. Having multiple abortions. A lot is what she oh, said. Oh, a lot. Okay, right, right. She said a lot. That's mad irresponsible. Mm-hmm. It just is. Yeah. Get on birth control. What's the problem? I agree with you. A lot? I agree with you. Come on, on now. You and I are all night, we've been defending that women that are put in uh, uncompromising positions mm-hmm. or compromising positions, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, uh, victims of sexual assault, mm-hmm. uh, incest, rape, the whole nine. Yeah. A lot of abortions is mad irresponsible in my opinion Mm -hmm. and no woman is going to convince me that that is okay okay and i'll say this though i do want to add that um not only it's it's you i agree with women who have been in compromising situations who end up pregnant being able to have the choice to terminate a pregnancy absolutely but i also believe that even if you're not in a compromising position um meaning that well what you just said if it hasn't been sexual assault or incest or something like that but you just wound up pregnant by someone who you don't either you think the the guy is bad or you think that you the timing isn't good you think that it's going to interrupt your life somehow you think that you don't have enough resources to care for this baby enough family enough support to care for this baby i also think you still have the right now um i will agree with you when she says having a lot of abortions i think that that is irresponsible but i'm curious as to what number you feel is does a that lot. matter no I, I it does what if a lot is three that ain't too many come on robbie come on look mm-hmm. you and i gonna disagree because there is a line on what I believe now. Mm-hmm. You and I talked about, you got something to say real quick? Nah, just, um, I've come across a lot of women. A lot of women. See, we're using a, a lot, lot again. <laughs> You're okay. saying a lot? Okay, let me let me just go ahead and just say, I can, I can name, I'm not going to name names, but I can say about five women that I've known in my lifetime who's had several abortions. Define several. Several, you. as minimum three, as a minimum three. And they're unapologetic about it. You know, they'll, they'll low-key kind of low, like clown about it, too. They were like, man, if I ever get pregnant, I'm going to just go, go to the clinic and just get an abortion. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow. you just saying it like it's like it doesn't affect you? The line, the line that I'm talking about, I told you late-term abortions, I got a problem with. Mm-hmm. I also got a problem with a woman that's getting abortions like pap smears. Mm-hmm. Like, for real talk. At what point do we say... That's when morality starts to come into play. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, we killing black babies here. Mm-hmm. Okay? You don't have a problem with that? You got to have some kind of problem with that. Multiple? A lot is really a problem. Three or more? Is that a problem? <laughs> to <laughs> you. Just, you're saying a your, lot right now. In your opinion, is multiple a problem? No. Okay. We disagree. 
Okay. You have to tell me why that isn't a problem. Yeah. Uh, when so, we come forward, you yeah. can think. You can think. Because <laughs> I know that's a tough question. Uh, and I respect what you're doing. Because yeah. you're defending women regardless. Mm-hmm. And, and I get that. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a line here, Robin. Hmm. Okay. We, we, we always say, we got to think of the babies, right? Mm-hmm. We always say that. We got to think of the babies that are listening, the young African Americans that are out there. I'm not saying babies, babies. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about just young yeah. Zoomers out there. Sure. Do we want to tell them there's no limit on how many abortions? You want to tell these young queens that? We, on the other side, we, I will definitely. On the other side. <laughs> Boy, the conversation has changed. one 1580 Danny Morrison Show, KBLA. Stay there. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. From days to nighttime. By George and Weezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. Now back to more of the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Boy, it is heating up tonight on the Danny Mo Show. <laughs> Robin and I have been riding in the same wagon all night tonight, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I done jumped in another ride. Uh, okay, I just got a text as well. It says, hi, Danny. You and Robin are on fire. This is such a sensitive subject. Thanks for bringing it up. My thoughts are still the same as before. Not against or for abortion. It's every woman's personal choice and a choice that they'll have to live with for the rest of their lives. I don't believe abortion should be done as a form of birth control. I have acquaintances that have had multiple abortions with that purpose, and it's so sad. I also support any woman that are raped and doesn't want to continue with the pregnancy. almost said presidency. They have the right to terminate without putting themselves in any more danger by having an unsafe abortion. To that, you say would. I say that I agree. Yeah, so do I. With whomever that is who sent that that wonderfully stated text. I'll keep her anonymous. Yes, whoever that is, I agree with you. Uh, Danny... I, I even agree with you, I, and I do not believe that birth control, or excuse me, that abortion should be used as a form of birth control. But I will say this. If we're going to be pro, pro-choice, pro then we need to be pro-choice all across the board. And what I mean by that is one can't say, remember earlier when I said that they can't put a blanket statement on who who's able to have a uh, an abortion and who who not like right. you can't say well you have you know you got pregnant intentionally and then you just changed your mind so you can't have a, an abortion but you on the other hand you know you got sexually assaulted you got raped so you're able to have an abortion it can't be a blanket statement Agreed. right so with that being said I don't feel as though we can tell a woman how many abortions that she could have while still saying on the other hand that I'm pro-choice we can't do that because we don't know the circumstances under which she's ha- which she's gotten pregnant. That's where I'm coming from. I'm saying that if if you had gotten pregnant three different times because of three different circumstances that maybe one was a choice, maybe one she laid down, maybe one she was irresponsible and she's just not ready. Okay, cool. Maybe another one was when she was 14, like Kiki Palmer said, and she said, I, you know, I knew that it was going to affect me and I, I wasn't ready. All right, okay. Well, then maybe another time. So I'm just saying... All of them are circumstantial. None of us can sit back and say this one is right and that one is wrong. All of them are, if I'm pro-choice, I am pro-choice. Now, I don't I don't agree with my morals will say I'm not going to go and have multiple three, four, five abortions. That's me. But I can't look at another woman and tell you, look at you, look at you in your face and say, I think every woman should have the right to choose and then tell you which ones are, are OK and which ones are not. I don't think we disagree that much um 
we got to draw the line of morality somewhere with these young kings and queens, though. We have to. It cannot be a be-all, end-all. They do whatever they want. Have as many abortions. We have to draw said, the line. I said that I don't agree right. with with that. That's being what I'm the, saying. We don't disagree. Of, right. So, and that's what I'm initially saying is I, I don't. I agree with you as well. I don't think that abortion should be used as a form of birth control in the sense of when you know, even when Andy said that he knows multiple women who are like, I don't care if I get pregnant, I'll just have an abortion. I don't think it's that simple. Um, I don't think I don't agree with that. But I'm still not going to look at her and say. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. You that's I, a more that's a her own moral decision that she's gotta deal with. We're playing semantics here. You yeah, and I sure, agree. Sure. We agree. I I'm never gonna tell that woman that wants to get multiple abortions that she can't get multiple abortions. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. we have to draw the line of morality. Me and you would do that. We would do that. And she, say, but and if she doesn't, I'm once again not gonna force my beliefs. Absolutely. On a queen. I'm not gonna do that. And that's my point. My point is that morally, you and I would say one thing, but we can't be judgmental against someone else's morals. That is that oh, person's. Could, I'm gonna be judgmental. Okay, you could be judgmental, but I'm not but gonna we take can't. her right to do it away from her. Well, I, I, you know, only God can judge, right? So only I'm God just not. Judge, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. You know, I can have an opinion on things. Where do we draw the line between opinion and judgment? I don't know, but I can have an opinion on things, and my opinion is that you shouldn't do that. But judging someone on their own morals. Look at it. Look at all the things you've ever done in your life. Foul. Foul. But what, how would that? I mean, now you're probably like, you know what? If someone looked at me and said, Danny, you were wrong for X, Y and Z, you could probably receive that because you're in a different space now. But at the time that you were going through these things and it was foul when you were going through it. Imagine somebody else looking at you your whole life and just depicting you and everything that you got going on. Like, no, that's your own journey to deal with. Let mm-hmm. you come to terms with when you change or whatnot, Same, similar situation. Let this let this girl go through whatever the, it is that she's going through. Wh- whether we agree with it or not is beside the point. And you, I'm not saying that they should. I am not encouraging nor condoning. I hear you. I'm just saying that that is that own person's I hear journey. You. That's it. My my thing. We'll go to Iris right now. But I'm just saying you cannot form an opinion without a judgment. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm saying. You were gonna say, Andy. You know, you kind of low-key sound like uh, the people that made the decision, you know what I'm mm. saying, to overturn. Woo! Because, oh, snap! Because, Woo! because oh, snap. I'm, I'm assuming their argument is a moral argument, right? Mm-hmm. That's the reason why they overturned it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you pose the question, you know, where do we morally draw the line? I, You know, I think that's the issue right there. Absolutely. That's it. I that's want it. to hold African-Americans at the highest of regard for the rest of my life, and I'm going to. I'm always going to see us as kings and queens for the rest of our lives. And I think with us being frivolous with the language and saying she can have as many abortions as we want, mm-hmm. we're just as bad as those white people committing hate crimes against us trying to exterminate us from this, from this country. We're okay with getting rid of us. I'm not going to sign off on I that. Can't, but you know what? But, the, but here's, that, here's where we were talking about that contradictory earlier on. Because on one hand, you're like, no, if, if she needs to do what she needs to do, you understand when someone says that she's not ready. So you, you're okay with that. But then you can't say that we're getting rid of these black babies and you're on. It, it, it I just, can because I told you I'm about rights. I start with rights in this country. And she has, she has that I, one I woman. That. Yeah, but it, it, but, she has the right. But you're standing in a position right you're standing in a position where on one you're saying listen i get it and you have the right and morally that's fine and and i agree with 
right? Pro-choice, right? On one, you're saying that that's cool. But then on the with that next woman who has all these different reasons for getting multiple abortions, whether we agree with the reasons or not, she's killing all of these babies and I got to hold you to a higher standard and I'm going to... It doesn't it, it doesn't make sense to me. There is no world where I'm going to say Sherry Shepard saying I had a lot of abortions as that is OK. But you don't know her circumstances. I'm not either. ever going to be cool. With, I'm just not. You don't know her circumstances is what I'm saying. Let's go to the phones. OK. Ar- Iris <laughs> breaks right. the tie. Give me your height, your oh color and your gosh. hood, queen. <laughs> you sure you want to walk in the Danny Mo show tonight? You sure? Uh-huh. And where you calling from? Inglewood. Inglewood checking in. Drop that. Come on. Okay, you listening. Come on now. What what you think? Okay, first of all, I don't think you can assume that those who are overturning Roe versus Wade um, are making a moral decision. Thank you. I don't know what their agenda is. Um, Personally, for each one of these men... um, (laughs) That says a lot to me. They're all men. So they're deciding what a woman should do with her body. And that is my main issue with that. Yeah. And, that, and, and if they're making choices for women, there's something wrong with their morality. I don't think it's a moral decision they're making. I think that it's a chauvinist decision that they're doing it for. They want to control I women. I don't think it's got nothing to do with more. Exactly. Exactly. They want to control women um, like they always thought they have. And um, it's political. They're, they have politicized the Supreme Court, so they're going to make these choices based on their right-wing agenda. But that's a whole other subject. I, I just think these people who are getting, and I agree with you guys totally, that using abortion as birth control is wrong. When you have an ulterior, uh, not an ulterior, but when you have an option of using birth control. So, because abortion is a surgical procedure, it's not, should not be taken lightly and you should not undertake it lightly. It's not always surgical, right? Can't you take a pill sometimes if it's early enough in the pregnancy? Yeah, if you can get... You know, if you have access and and if it's early enough, yeah. But most people, you know, have gotten a surgical procedure. And that costs money. That can be dangerous. That can have, you know, after effects. So this is not something that any woman, I think, should go into lightly. That's the perfect segue Uh, real quick here. So what do you think? They shouldn't be taking it lightly. What do you think when you hear Sherry Shepard say, I had a lot of abortions? How do you react to that? It, it, it's, it's disheartening and it's sad and she should know better. She probably didn't know better at the time. Um, it didn't sound like it, but, I, you know, there's a point where you need to read and find out these things. It's available. You have the Internet. Um, but my basic question is, whatever happened to knowing your partner before you have sex with them in an unconscious manner? Well. That you, uh, yeah, I know. You asking a lot because that's never been the thing in the <laughs> years that, uh, that we've been on this earth. But it is super unconscious. It, I mean, 
you, you know what I'm saying? There's no discussion about it at the beginning. There's So you don't, you know, I know these one-night stands occur on a regular basis, but maybe that might give us a little food for thought. If this thing happens and we're all, you know, in this together, so maybe we might think a little bit more deeply and consciously about what our next move is going to be before we actually make well, it. Well, I don't think I don't, we, I don't think we've mentioned tonight. Keep in mind, millennials are having babies far later than we have. They are having babies less. They are getting married less. Yes. They are being more responsible than we were. So well, let's give them that credit. Are they, are, is that the case or are they having more abortions? <sighs> I don't Statistics know. That's a good question. The, That's a good, yeah, I love to see the, the statistical numbers in, in comparison to Generation X and the Millennials. That's mm-hmm. a good question. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Because they think it is an They know it's an option, right? Yeah. So they're running. That's my belief. Now I can't prove that. We need some statistics <laughs> on it. But that, that does raise a, a, a pretty good question. We gotta try to look at it. That is a great Absolutely. question. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's wishful thinking. Generationally, I, mm-hmm. you know, that's gonna play a big role going forward too with these kids who are non binary or you know, what I mean mm-hmm. I, it, there's a whole nother play here at work in terms of sexuality and how you identify it and yeah. and and what happens going forward, that remains to be seen. But I don't know if that'll produce less babies or more babies. But I know one thing, black people need to have babies with the right frame of mind in a conscious manner. I was going to say, and Iris, I, I think I, I completely agree with you. And I think it's wishful thinking. It's it's beautiful. You're, you're speaking my language because I'm an optimist. I would hope that we, you know, um, would start to know our partners more. Before. Good luck, ladies. <laughs> you never know. We, Good luck, ladies. We are a progressive radio station have, having progressive conversations. You never know. We might be able to, uh, you know, affect change, right? So What's funny is some people will say that what you're saying isn't progressive. Which part? If you're forcing people to qualify who they want to have sex with, they will go, I ain't got to do that. <laughs> to, to, no, we're saying no to qualify. Who yeah, they to say have I'm only going to have sex with somebody that is no, qualified to have a. No, I didn't say that at they all. They will say they are free no. to have no, sex that, with whomever they want. No, that I think you, I think you misunderstood. I, I was just saying, you, I, if I'm, if I'm uh, hearing you correctly, Miss Iris, you're talking about having conversation, just having conversations before mm-hmm. you even engage in that. Like no one's talking about this. No one's, you know, talking about the protection of it. Nobody's talking about the. We're just not talking. People are getting it cracking, having one night stands and not you know exactly yeah exactly caught up in the emotions of the moment y'all know the problem and the reason that uh it's getting worse out there sexually Mm -hmm. because there is no (sighs) disease that can kill you sexually anymore Mm -hmm. right now there is no disease on earth a sexually transmitted disease that can kill you right now now we were coming up we were were all scared of aids remember Mm -hmm. and even well what about having sex with someone who has covid and you don't know them, and you don't know. Look, if I Janet mean, Jackson so got COVID, I'm going to have COVID. That ha- <laughs> if Janet Jackson got COVID, we going to be coughing together. That's all I'm saying. Excuse oh, me, young goodness. man. <laughs> A young man. I like that, by the way. Go continue. No, but... Uh, yeah, just, COVID is possible. Right. I'm just saying, these, right. these people are having raw sex because... 
nothing's going to kill them right now. And you're not even dying from HIV these days. So, I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm just saying. Shout out Magic Johnson. It's a new sexual revolution happening right now. These young people are like, ah, we don't need no condoms. Well, with abortion off the table, they will have something else on their mind to think about. Abortion ain't getting off the table. California's not going to change one bit, by the way. Right. Well, California. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, for those 26 states out there that have trigger, um, you know, events happening where if it passes, it's automatic. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, you know, maybe people will start thinking a little bit deeper and and looking at their partners a little bit mm. more thoroughly i'll leave you with but, this you know i'll leave you with this because we're up against it somebody <laughs> said on optimist. twitter i love that you're an optimist somebody said on twitter uh i wonder if that conservative white evangelical mother and father that are for uh ending abortion in this country what will happen with her 13 year old daughter gets pregnant That's by the black right. boy down the street <laughs> right and they live in and they live in kentucky <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, that's right. I bet abortion's on the table then, huh? Mm-hmm. When Terrence is coming yeah. around, I bet you're 14. Well, it always will be for rich white people. <laughs> yeah. Real talk. Yeah. Iris, I appreciate it. Give it a call of the night, man. All that's right, the call of the night right there. We're going to give it to you, Iris. We appreciate you. you. God bless you. Have okay. a good night. Good I enjoyed night. the conversation. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. News and traffic now. We continue on the other side. We'll jump back to the 7 series as well. It's the Danny Mo Show. Stay there. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. Charmin. Real talk. Real time. The gospel truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk Years old, she's steady trying to figure why the world is so cold. So she pops to get rid of all the pain. Plus, she's having sex with a boy who's 16. Emotions run deep, and she thinks she's in love. So there's no protection, he's using no glove. Never thinking about the consequences of her actions. Living for today and not tomorrow's satisfaction. The days go by, and her belly gets big. The father bails out, he ain't ready for a kid. Knowing her mama will blow it all out of proportion. Plus, she lives poor, so no money for abortion. Erica is stuck up in the world on her own Forced to think that hell is a place called home Nothing else to do but get her clothes and pack She says she about to run away and never come back that runaway runaway love right runaway love from uh luda and mary j on the hook danny morrison show kbla talk 1580 just got a message from uh faram sub king should have called tonight sucker he said we need to teach consequences before they even have sex human beings will be rebellious regardless because we are born in sin sin is rebellion people will have many reasons based on what happens what happened has nothing to do with reasons it's not the action it's knowing the mental consequences that she could be left with forever until forgiveness of self is done facts love that man so uh we've been looking up the difference in the abortion numbers in comparison uh uh, between millennials and Generation X. Did you get that email? Yeah, I, I got the email. I'm looking. There's a lot of statistics on this particular yeah. website. But um, 
I'm looking at abort73.com. This one here alone says in 2019, okay, it says women in their 20s accounted for the majority of abortions in 2019 and had the highest abortion rates. So that proves your theory right yeah. there. Yeah, yep. Yeah, well done. Yeah, wow. So they want credit for not having babies out here, but, but they're they having far more abortions clinic. than we were. Yep. They would say that's a responsible decision, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, uh, Right. Is it? I'm, They're being responsible. I don't think th- I, I don't think we should use that word responsible, responsible or irresponsible. Check I don't. Me. I think that we should not use that because that is all uh, subject to who to to whomever is looking at it. So I'm just saying you could have an opinion about it, right? So that's going to be subject to your opinion, but. That person might think that they're being responsible. You might call it irresponsible. I just don't like the word use, the usage of the word irresponsible. Um, it's just a decision, right or wrong. It's just a decision. Five of them is irresponsible. Okay. <laughs> Andy, we're gonna go back in circles again. We're gonna do it again, Andy. We're gonna go back. We're gonna go. We're gonna do it again. By the oh. way, I brought a clip. By the way, can we blaze that thing up? Check it out. George Carlin is one of my favorite comedians of all time. He's no longer with us. He died a bunch of years ago, but he was way ahead of the game on so many social topics. I wish he was still around to dissect what's been going on all throughout the zeitgeist in this country. This is him talking about Republicans, conservatives, and abortion. Listen. Why? Why? Why is it that most of the people who are against abortion are people you wouldn't want to f*** in the first place? Boy, these conservatives are really something, aren't they? They're all in favor of the unborn. They will do anything for the unborn. But once you're born, you're on your own. Pro-life conservatives are obsessed with the fetus from conception to nine months. After that, they don't want to know about you. They don't want to hear from you. No, nothing. No neonatal care, no daycare, no Head Start, no school lunch, no food stamps, no welfare, no nothing. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're Conservatives don't give a about you until you reach military age. <laughs> then they think you are just fine, yep. just what they've been looking for. Conservatives want live babies so they can raise them to be dead soldiers. Right. Pro-life. Pro-life. These people aren't pro-life, they're killing doctors. What kind of pro-life is that? What, they'll do anything they can to save a fetus, but if it grows up to be a doctor, they just might have to kill it? <laughs> They're not pro-life. You know what they are? They're anti-woman. Simple as it gets. Anti-woman. They don't like them. They don't like women. They believe a woman's primary role is to function as a broodmare for the state. Pro-life. You don't see many of these white anti-abortion women volunteering to have any black fetuses transplanted into their uteruses, do you? No, you don't see them adopting a whole lot of crack babies, do you? No, that might be something Christ would do. Hmm. Wow. Very interesting. By the way, breaking news, by the way. Dave Chappelle was assaulted on stage in... What? Yeah. 
He was attacked on stage. Some guy went up there and really what? ransacked him, too. <gasps> it just came over the wire. Oh, my goodness. Just now. Literally. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, see, this is. Will oh, Smith, congratulations. Goodness. You've just told the world that it's okay. If, if you are offended by a joke, go up there and assault that cat. Well, I'm not going to put that on. I, I, of course I, you're going to put it on Will Smith. What no, are you talking th about? Th that's not the first time a, a comedian has been Come assaulted. No, 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 no. I've been in comedy clubs where um, a comedian has been assaulted. Thrown, something's been thrown at them. Or okay. at, at the very least heckled, right? But, you know, at the very, at the at the highest, of course, they've been assaulted. I've seen it. So we can't put that on Will. I'm putting it on Will. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say, okay, Will renewed uh, the belief that somebody feels they could do that. All right. This I think is okay. serious business. No, that, no, that definitely is. And people are going to agree with you. People are going to say that it's because of Will. But what I'm saying is that that's not the first time it's happened. How does that even happen? Unbelievable. Secur How security, does security needs let to be that fired. Happen? Security has to be fired. And actually, security, to your point, security should be heightened in times like this. The man was arrested and charged, by the yeah, way. Yeah, but that's not good enough. It says, Dave Chappelle was rushed and attacked on stage by a man at the Hollywood Bowl tonight. Oh, my goodness. Chappelle tussled with the man who ran behind the screen on stage and was surrounded by security. Chris Rock, who performed earlier, came on stage with him and joked, was that Will Smith? Oh, yeah. man. Uh, it doesn't. Just left the Dave Chappelle show and somebody attacked him on stage. Wildest thing ever. They beat this man up on stage, bruh. Mm. The man who did it. They're showing him right now. And his back's to the camera right now. Mm -hmm. It looks like an African-American man. It looks like. Not sure. I, I can't verify that. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. You don't think it's Will Smith? Well, Chris Rock just said it. So. <laughs> Oh, man. Poor Will Smith, man. He's like, I'm minding my own business, y'all. I done jumped off the radar. Y'all dragging me right back into it. Danny, I got a couple questions. Asking, you shall receive. So, I really don't know how, like, the po the political process goes. Um, but I'm just curious to know, like, where was Katanji Brown in this situation as far as the decision, right? Because this is the Supreme Court. She's not on the Supreme Court She's yet. She's not on the Supreme Court yet. Yes, yeah. Okay. And then number two, you know... Uh, I just it got me thinking, you know, as a man, you know, we we masturbate, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just curious to know if people consider that maybe, you know, killing babies. Uh, I could tell you, growing up in the church that I did, we were told that we would lose our eyesight if we masturbated all the time. I heard that too. Yeah, church tactics—they use it all the time, man. Eyesight. Okay. Hmm. I I would rather a, a a man that has feelings of committing sexual assault against women out there i want him to stay in his freaking bedroom and masturbate 25 times a day have fun dude do your thing i'll buy the grease you do your thing <laughs> leave these women alone leave the i'm gonna tell you what infuriates me i said it in my opening monologue tonight women can dress however they want period yeah show whatever you want period for generations, all we did was accost these beautiful women in the workplace, out in public, in our homes. Yep. In 2022, a woman should be able to wear whatever she wants, whenever she wants, okay? And now, 
There's people on the right. There's people in our community that a woman gets raped or sexual assault is committed against her. They say, yeah, but what she have? Look what she got on, no. Yeah. Look at her. She ain't got no business being out at 3 o'clock in the morning, no. It's like, that shouldn't matter. Right. But we try to qualify her being sexually assaulted based on what she has or based on what time or what, based that. on her going to some guy's house at 3 o'clock in the morning or. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, where it stands and where it should, where it should remain is a woman. I don't care if a woman gets in bed with the man. I don't care if she's naked next to a man. If she says no. No is no. No, no means no. no. Period. Period. I don't care. So I don't care if she's wearing fewer clothes than a woman who's fully dressed. I don't care. It's no is no. And so how about talking to these men? How about teaching these men, training the men and and seriously punishing the men um, and making an example of men who who do something like that to mm. women and, instead of l- blaming the women? I really hate that. It infuriates I me. I really hate it. How yeah. we doing on time? Can't go ahead real fast. Uh, I don't want to put her out there, but somebody mentioned that as a as a punishment for men who who involves themselves and stuff like that. Yeah, they get cut off. They get cut off. What do you mean? They get chopped off. Oh, castrated. <laughs> Ugh, I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't do that to me anyway. They do, they need the jaws of life. Um. Andy just got it. Andy just got it. Danny Mo Show, stay there. <laughs> From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. From days to nighttime. Like George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. 1580.